0: This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com, the leaders in checklist based trading strategy. Yes, that's exactly how it sounds. I'll teach you a literal checklist so you can tick off items and be decisive very quickly. Get across to tradercob.com where there's a bunch of free content there for you to have a look at. And of course, if you're interested in having me come to your city, click and register for the live events coming up and filling fast. Have a great day, visit TraderCob.com now. Hi there, guys, and welcome to the Trader TraderCobb crypto show. Today, I've got Horam of IBC Group. Thank you so much for taking some time out, because I know you've sure. just had a new baby, so congratulations. Thank you. So if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself and telling the viewers a little bit about what you're doing.
1: Sure. Basically, I work for a family office, uh, my own family office. We invest mainly in real estate and um, the education sector even though we have some interest in some banking institution on a global level. In 2007, uh, uh, we were looking at M-PESA in Kenya, uh, how to do money transfers. Uh, So in 2012, we bought a substantial amount of Bitcoin and uh, just to see how we can transfer money and back and forth. And then the Bitcoin prices went up and then they crashed. So we just got stuck with it. So it was more by fluke that we amassed uh, uh, this much wealth. And um, last year we had a pray and spray approach. That means any, any ICO that we like, <laughs> we invested in them. Unfortunately, uh, uh, due to the crypto market, uh, we have uh, lost uh, about 80% of uh, the money. So now what we're doing is uh, mm-hmm. we're looking at projects in which we can... Be long term with the people and get equity in them, right? Yeah. I know you got an opportunity to talk to a lot of people in the space uh, who are at that event in the ICO. But one of the main things I'd like to tell the viewers and yourself and even my team, I tell them to, you know, we need to invest in people instead of projects. And we need to look at what are the intentions of uh, the people. So we're looking at more equity. So one of the projects uh, I could give you an example of is a travel project, which is also uh, sponsors here called Travezy, T-R-A-V-E-Z-Y.com, like travel made easy. So I was telling my group, I was like, you know what? We're going to invest in them. Why? Because worst case scenario is we're going to get free hotel rooms all, <laughs> over, all around the world. So an immediate utility of the uh, cryptocurrency or token is very important to us. The other project uh, which we are uh, excited about, it's called Kik, QIQ Global, which won the second prize at Futurama in Ibiza. It is um, basically a, a competition to lime and burn uh, based on blockchain with uh, electronic scooters. Again the utility is immediate, the token, you can utilize the tokens to um, basically get on a, uh, on a bike. Sounds like you've got a lot in your plate.
0: So when it comes to blockchain, obviously, uh, great story, by the way. Everyone gets into it somehow. you kind of tripped over your own feet and landed in in a very good position. Of course, many of the viewers, myself included, have gone through the up and down. Now, I'm a trader. I'm an educator. We educate people how to trade. And we do these interviews for the education of me and the viewer. So your story is very familiar, okay? as far as how people got into it. What's made you become somebody who's so interested in the space? And what is going on here in Dubai that's really created such a buzz? There's a lot going on here in Dubai. I mean, you're based here. What's happening here that's really sort of bringing, I guess, the blockchain space to the forefront in this particular part of the world?
1: Well, first of all, I would like to say it's the, really the vision of the leadership. You know, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed uh, has, is really pushing Dubai to be on the forefront of blockchain and he is uh, putting in policies for governmental uh, organizations, different parts of the government to go on the blockchain. So, I salute uh, his vision and, you know, Dubai, uh, Gulf states uh, were completely relying on oil in the 90s and his vision is what uh, had made Dubai what it is uh, today. So, uh, whatever his vision is, uh, we'd like to follow, we consider him a great leader. Now because Dubai has become a forefront on blockchain, it's become one of the top stops in Asia, Middle East, and Africa for blockchain related projects and blockchain- related companies as a definite uh, point of contact that they should have. And when they come to Dubai, I'm fortunate enough to get an opportunity to meet them wow. talk about their project. So it's uh, really, uh, Dubai has a lot of capital available in regular markets and it is growing in terms of fintech and technology. Uh, there's some very interesting projects in this part of the world, and especially from Asia. Dubai seems to be like a stepping stone or like a, a jumping stone a or launch pad, or a launch pad yeah. <laughs> for these projects.
0: You talk about the vision and uh, this is my first time to oh, Dubai. Welcome yeah, to Dubai. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, I, was, I was talking with my taxi driver last night, and I just said, you know, look at what we're surrounded by. And what they've achieved in, what, 20 years? Yeah. It takes a civilization 400 years. So when you talk about their vision, and if, the, if their vision is to bring blockchain into the fore and create the environment for projects to flourish and grow, then I'm with them, because they are obviously very good at executing, and they're selfless people in the sense that They didn't need to do all this. They've done it for a cause. Now, when it comes to regulation, it's a big conversation within this space at the moment, the lack thereof. Uh, What sort of measures are coming? Uh, How's Dubai looking to sort of, I guess, legitimize the space a little bit? Is there any major steps forward in that regard and things that you're investing in because of?
1: Well, they're, they're implementing blockchain technology in all the different government sectors. In terms of legitimizing crypto and legitimizing cryptocurrency projects and giving an ability to raise funds for ICOs, it's sort of uh, uh, still in the gray area. ADGM, DIFC, different um, DMCC are different, uh, giving sort of licenses, but they're not. And we're at this stage that it's still a learning process. Uh, You know, Dubai is looking at the different countries, including Malta and Gibraltar and ZOOG. United States to uh, lead the way in terms of regulation and Dubai is a great uh, value adder yeah. to those uh, situations and as you know the uh, UAE dirham is pegged to the US dollar at 3.675 I believe for the longest time so you, if you do invest in UAE uh, you're not taking any sort of currency risk uh, yeah. between here and the United States.
0: They're doing a lot of amazing things. Now, you mentioned before uh, you have a family office, a, a vast property portfolio. It seems to be one of the main areas of investment. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yep. So there's been a lot of buzz, a lot of talk about the fact this security token's coming and real estate just seems to be the most natural fit. And it's the example that most are using. Now, being that you're in blockchain, being that you incubate, grow and invest in the space and that you have a vast property portfolio, are you looking at linking those things together?
1: Yes, and that's where we come back again to Travis Is you know we invest, uh, we're investing heavily in this uh, travel company. Why? Because uh, I was joking with him. I was like, it takes our family office a hundred million dollars to build a building, while uh, a travel website can come and control a hundred million dollar building for as little as a million dollars. <laughs> so and an ability to expand. One of the largest hotel owners in the world, he was giving me advice one day, because I was telling him that I am developing this hotel in uh, Toronto. So he said, you know, you're doing uh, laborious work. I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm buying the land for this much. I'm getting leverage. I'm gonna make a, you know, 18 to 22% return. He said, you know what? I will buy the building from you once it's completed at a 5% premium, so you can make your extra 5% uh, return. You know, so real estate globally is a very illiquid asset for the longest time there. So we have to come up with a new situation for clinking the real estate. Uh, we have a friend over here who's uh, worked on a Plaza Hotel in New York. So everywhere in the world, real estate developers and real estate owners are looking at ways to create a security offerings or STOs or sell part of the limited partnership to create a sense of liquidity for a usually uh, not-so-liquid asset. The usual way that's done right now is through REITs, real estate investment trusts, or regular development real estate development companies which are listed on the different exchanges. So this is a new way for fundraising for real estate projects, and it, it will give an average investor an ability to get in and out of real estate properties and portfolio seamlessly with uh, little or no cost.
0: And also, I think that what I'm really excited about is being, to have, being able to have a truly diversified international portfolio through tokens. Because right now, if you want to buy a property in New York yeah. and you want to have some in Istanbul and you want to have some in Australia and you want to have some in London, mm. well, unless you have got a lot of wealth, well, that's not going to happen. If we can tokenize this economy, this, these, this real estate, then it gives us the potential to bring more people into the space. Now, that should, I mean, that should really help real estate prices increased too, shouldn't it?
1: Yeah, prices increased because um, we were talking about the other day about uh, tokenizing a particular asset. So let me give you an example. Yeah. It's a $100 million asset. Uh, there's debt on it for $65 million. It makes $6 million a year cap rate. Yep. So $6 million a year in profits. And so it's uh, usually in the real estate world it's called a six cap. The debt on it is let's say $65 million and the equity in it by our group is an million. Now, if we were able to tokenize or liquidate possibly 20 or 30% of our equity, that means our $35 million, 20% of that would be $7 million. So, if we could get access to $7 million through the token economy, we believe the property price would increase by the effective result on what that $7 million can do for us. So let's say that $7 million yes. is generating a 6%, $360,000 uh, return on an annualized basis. Uh, we believe that our property price would increase by 20 times the amount of the 360000 So that means our property price would increase by uh, twice Probably the same amount or possibly twice the amount of the money that we uh, took were uh, to get. So it would increase by $14 million. So now, by tokenizing $7 million, you're able to increase your value by $14 million. Wow. And effectively... Same thing. Right now, without this
0: ability to do this, there is a $14 million opportunity cost on that example, on the example you used. Because you could be using the money not just for new developments, for new investments in blockchain, different businesses, and it opens up your portfolio because you can use that equity, but it's not just equity because it comes back as cash in a form which you can then reinvest however you like across any asset. That's surely got to spurn governments around the world to really take notice of this because it brings more liquidity back to the market.
1: Yes and no, because the, Process of providing liquidity to the market is a bank's job, <laughs> okay. right? So it, there, there, then you can get yeah. It's then your cap. Then you get into this whole complicated situation. The people who benefit right now in this field are private lenders. So anytime you need. Second mortgages, third yeah. mortgages, fourth mortgages, fifth mortgages, tranches. There's a tranche warfare in terms of the first mortgage, the fourth mortgage. You try yep. to, it is more of a market right now for private lenders, which are in the regular world called sharks. So you're talking about going to a private lender. If you need access to that, again, to that $7 million, yep. the private lender is going to ask you usury in places like Canada, like 49% or 40% or stuff. So there are private lenders out there who can charge you up to two percent a month. Yeah. And so for seven million dollars, you could end up paying you know twenty four percent, twenty six percent plus item. broker fees, etc. It's not worth and it. Even if it is worth it, because you might need the seven million dollars. Sometimes, uh, you know, your your hands are tied. You have this hundred million dollar property. You have thirty five million dollars invested in. it. You need seven million dollars for for some other project, and you're going to basically take away a lot of your cream and time and money and resources for for that extra 7 million. So the
0: issue is there. The issue issue is is there to be resolved. Security tokens and property can do this. Are you investing in any projects like this?
1: Yes, uh, I've invested in a few projects, uh, security tokens, but it really, the regulations are not there. Uh, It's not getting listed on any of the exchange. I mean, we—if you invest in it, you might be providing liquidity to the real estate owner yes. or to that. But your liquidity is not for yourself. So, yeah. uh, you know, it becomes very difficult because the whole objective of it is ability to get in and an ability to get out, which is right now very difficult. And that really depends on regulations. And the whole world is looking to Europe and North America for leading the charge on. Regulatory processes and laws in place uh, so it can create more transparency for this market.
0: So, obviously, Group, yeah. Are you short, medium, long term focused when it comes to the blockchain projects that you're investing in?
1: Uh, (laughs) We're very. It can be
0: a mix of all three, too, by the way. There's there's nothing wrong with that. I
1: think we're a mix of all three. It really depends on project to project. I mean, our Bitcoin purchase was at such negligible levels that. Our entry, the cost, ent- entry cost was uh, very small and we've, you know, uh, done very well with our entry cost. So it's really, uh, I would say, we're more for the long term. And what I like about being in the blockchain space is, is the motivation and the enthusiasm that you find in people uh, around you yeah. that you meet compared to the fa- private family office event or real estate events where you're a very... <laughs> Uh, suited, uh, even though I'm suited here, but right, very sir. suited uh, <laughs> uh, situation comparatively to enthusiasm. I just want to tell you a story. I met uh, this kid, 14 years old, and and I was asking him, so what do you do? So he's like, I'm trying to put the genes on the blockchain. So I'm like, uh, human genes are on the blockchain. I'm like, huh? like, what will that accomplish? So then he started telling me something which I didn't understand, even though I'm. Forty, and he's fourteen, <laughs> and he tells me, "I'm trying to cure cancer." I'm like, "How are you going to do that?" Like, you know, I'm using nanotechnology with active bacteria to go and attack the tumor in its place, and it doesn't affect the organs around it, and it doesn't affect uh, the tissues around it. And I'm trying to do exactly opposite to what chemotherapy is doing. As a fourteen-year-old kid. Wow. I'm like, "How would I have ever in my life gotten access to even listening to that thought?" Which is very inspiring for me because. Usually 14-year-old kids today are playing Fortnite, right? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So this is something which completely mesmerized me in terms of uh, motivation. And that brings me again to this event is I'm really excited to meet the people and I'm investing in the people. And Let me ask you one question. Is that 14-year-old now in your staff? You know, the funny part is I asked him, I said, can you work with me? Can I invest in you? Can I set up a lab for you? And he said, "I'm sir, I'm still in school. I do this on my part-time when I don't have homework. I'm like looking at him like, wow, you know, what well, can I, I
0: say to him? Wow. I mean, look, that is true in, inspiration. What we've seen a lot of in this space, I mean, there's a lot of stories like that. It, not Not as extreme as a 14-year-old trying yeah. to cure cancer and actually having a plan of attack. Yeah. Not just saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it, sir.
1: He actually had Have a, a plan, a plan yeah, which is... And it, uh, uh, in, in me are
0: coming forward a lot further in these days. But, um, yeah, something like that's really extreme. But we, we are seeing a lot of... People trying to help people. People trying to do good things in this space. But there's also the opposite side of that. We do see a lot of scans. We do see a lot of rip-offs. Yeah. How do people get around that? I mean, you know... You've got a team, I would imagine, that works on these projects. Any red flags for the viewers to sort of consider?
1: See, uh, it's like this. You that should invest you, in people. But yeah, and it's uh, so, for example, last year, it was like, you know, scammers' paradise. You know, any project came out, invested. Any project came to me, doesn't have an MVP ready, doesn't have a product ready, they're worth $30 million. Yeah. And I was saying that yesterday on, the, on uh, my speech. is like, you know, if you get mugged in New York, that doesn't mean all in New York is a mugger. So one of the issues is not necessary of the scammer, it's for us investors. We have to be more sophisticated, more educated when we are investing in uh, something, otherwise it will take even the good projects down. So this is something that I think is important that the investment community needs to get educated uh, more on how they should be investing, what things they should be looking at. And one of the things I can advise you guys is Definitely meet the people you are investing in, right? Just don't look at their all their reports and we're not robots. We, need, we are people investing in people.
0: Excellent. Look, final question. You mentioned some of the projects that you're investing in uh, at the moment and uh, people will be watching and listening, maybe not with a notepad. Would you mind if it's okay for me to ask you to let them know what you are investing in, how to find out more information about your group and these projects?
1: Well, we don't disclose what we invest in we're a very private group in fact we don't even disclose who works in our company and we don't most of the time even disclose our office addresses because we get swamped with I mean people standing outside our offices they travel from this place and this place and so we so try recruiting's to keep it, not hard. <laughs> yeah, we keep we're trying to keep it completely uh, secret you mentioned our the people, travel company right yeah also the, the company that I'm investing in at this event and I'm very excited about it is called Travelzy, So it's T-R-A-V-E-Z-Y.com. It's sort of like a membership based model for travel. So like a Dollar Shave Club or for the yeah, travel industry. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. pay like 99 dirhams yep. uh, or $30 a month and you get like five day, four nights stay day anywhere in the world for like $30 a month. So it's it's mind boggling. Uh, anyone who I've spoken to, including my father wants to invest. So please check it out, Travezzee.com and give us your feedback on what you think. The other company is called Kik, QIQ.Global, which uh, is a, a direct competitor to Lime and Bird, which are both now uh, billion dollar plus entities. And um, they, I feel their technology is even better than theirs. And uh, they'll be able to really, and their heart is at the, a good place. So, and they're a very small company today, again, QIQ.Global. So these are the two projects at the event which uh, we are investing in. And uh, we look forward to uh, any sort of feedback you guys have. In fact, educate us on any other projects you think we should invest in.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much much. for sharing your time with us. I appreciate it. I know you're very busy. I've got two kids of my own. You've now got a third. Congratulations once again. Thanks for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye for now. This show is proudly sponsored by tradercob.com the leaders in checklist based trading strategy. Yes, that's exactly how it sounds. I'll teach you a literal checklist so you can tick off items and be decisive very quickly. Get across to tradercob.com where there's a bunch of free content there for you to have a look at. And of course, if you're interested in having me come to your city, click and register for the live events coming up and filling fast. Have a great day, visit TraderCob.com now.